Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, hosted by both. CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2C. Another draft year approaches us, and we have a fantastic guest on the docket this afternoon. It's none other than Jeremiah Kane, the standout defense alignment from Mississippi Valley State University. He was also MVP of two exhibition games down at the FCS Bowl in Daytona and at the HBCU Pig Iron Showdown. He also garnered those honors. And we just spoke with Chris Williams, the executive director of the HBCU Big uh, Skin Showdown. And he talked about Jeremiah being down there, and he said he's a big, active man. He's able to take on two guys, and he said, more importantly, he's just got a great personality. But with that said, Jeremiah, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? Oh, this afternoon is just going so well for me. It's good being back home around the family, around loved ones, and it's just it's a great atmosphere right now for Christmas. It's just a blessing. And Christmas kind of came early for you, a couple MVP awards. You know as well as anybody, Jeremiah, that once you start this draft quest, if you will, that all the positive states, all the positive accolades that you could achieve from now till April are such a huge thing to have in your back pocket. What was it like to go out and perform at that level and garner the MVP of both those All-Star games? I just had to feel like – I was the best person out there. I was the most dominant person that could have stepped on the field. Like, I had to just have that mentality. Like, no matter who I'm surrounded around, no matter who I'm playing against, no matter what level of talent that these guys have, because they were very great athletes. Everybody was awesome. I seen some tremendous talent. But I had to realize then- in my head, I had to realize in my head that, I got to be the best player. I got to stand out. I got to stand out. I got to be dumb. I got to be around every place. I got to know every place to come. I got to almost be perfect. And that's the standard that I held myself to. And it just carried on to every play in the game. And it just happened to be at the end of the game. I was MVP. And I just, I know that was a blessing from God because I just, I continue to just pray and just continue to ask God to just make a way in all the doors. I just continue to open for me, so I'm just thankful right now, and it's a season of thankful to be thankful for and giving. It's just a blessing for the holidays. Um, I'm sure, and it definitely has to put some pep in this map. A big smile on your face as Christmas is just a few days away. So let's rewind. Let's go way back when you were a young kid. I mean, did you play Pop Warner Pee Wee football? And if you did, I mean, were you the were you better than the youngsters back then? Yes, sir. I I played football since I was like six years old. I won MVP player of the uh, year 
we I, I also won a lot of championships at a young age. So I'm used to being like almost the best player on the field. It's just sometimes circumstances and sometimes your reps or the cans on whatever guys have for you or the coaches have for you. It's just sometimes it just don't be able to be shown at that time. But it always all you have to do is just continue to work hard and just continue to trust the process. And when your time is coming and when your time come up, you're going to be ready for it. And that's what one thing that God has showed me through this process of my life. I always had them spurts in my life where I was the MVP or I was the player, was able to play multiple sports, and I was always the best player. And then I had this version nice. of my life where I felt like God was sending me through a test of my life to see to see what type of person am I and try to and he was building me to the person that I am today. And that's why I'm just so thankful that whatever God put me through in my life, I'm glad that he put me through it because he made me so almost like what I could say, like alligator skin. It ain't too much that I'm not having seen too much. It ain't too much that I have been through that I can't mentor and help someone that's going through or been through something that I've been through, get through it. Because all you have to do is keep going and keep trusting God. And that's the <laughs> and that's the key to success. I learned it. Yeah, it, fair enough. And well spoken. Now I'm curious. You had a you had a job uh, a stop at the JUCO Tennessee State and your career at Mississippi Valley State. What was it like starting at the, you know, JUCO level and then building yourself up? When I started JUCO, I was actually playing offensive lineman. So me playing an offensive line, transferring to being a defensive lineman, it was all a process. It was all new to me. But now, like, now that I – because when I was at Kahoma, that's the JUCO that I started off and had my first – uh, college game. I won all conference, so I was always a standout player. Even though that was my first year playing defensive line, but it was a lot. It was everything was new to me. I had to learn how to get in the stand, like a three point stand. I was so used to getting in an offensive line stand to the point where that was one of the hardest parts for me to to adapt to at that time was to get into a perfect stand every time and to come out low. So it was just like everything was new to me. It, I always picked up on everything quick. So it was just like it's hard to explain because it was just like a process. Everything was a process. Like my whole high school career, I played offensive line. And then my freshman year of college, I played offensive line until my coach decided to make me into a defensive line. And that was all in a month process. And it was just wow. it was a blessing how fast I picked up on it because I didn't stay in JUCO nothing but a one semester. So in December, I left Oklahoma and went to Tennessee State in January. Wow. So it it was all a quick, it was a quick, quick turnaround. It was a blessing. So I know it was, it was a blessing that I was able to pick up on it so fast to to get offers from big-time schools like Vanderbilt and Tennessee State. And I chose Tennessee State. And my my sophomore year there, I was leading, leading the conference in tackle for loss. I was right behind some seniors and juniors for sacks. So 
it was just a blessing to be able to pick up on it. And now that I'm a now that I'm a senior, and I had freshmen beside me this year, Mississippi Valley, I was able to teach them more than what I was able to be taught when I was a sophomore, because I also had the knowledge of being an offensive lineman. So now the maturity kicked in to the point where I recognized plays, I recognized uh, formations. Instead of me doing so much thinking on my technique, technique became natural because that's what I do every day. When I train, I work on technique. When I watch film now, I look for so many tendencies that I know that I used to have to use at offensive line. Now it, it slows the game down for me, and it, it makes everybody that's around me play faster. Because I can tell if if it's split zone coming or if it's inside zone, if it's outside zone, if it's power, you know, or depending on the down and distance, I know it's really going to be play action. So I know like certain tendencies that offensive coaches and offensive coordinators have to run and they and they go by. It just it just helps me to play faster than everybody else around me. So it just was a blessing. I know why God allowed me to play offensive line my whole high school career, and I played in a spread offense. So I know the difference in the backfield sets and uh, splits with the old linemen and different things like that. That's why I'm able to take on two different people because I, I take that job. I'd rather for me to take on two, two people than anybody else because I know what's going on. I know what's going to happen. I know if I'm taking on these double teams, I know that the, the person beside me is going to be free. I know the linebacker's going to be free, and I'm going to also be free because I know where the ball is going, and I know where it's trying to get. So it's all a, it's just it's about buying in. This is one thing I had to learn. Like, if you want to be great at something, you got to be bought in. And that's just not when the coach is around or the scouts are around. That's every day. It, it turned into a lifestyle, and that just, just helped me excel in every aspect. I see myself growing Excellent. in that aspect. Awesome. Once again, Jeremiah Kane, the standout Mississippi Valley State University defense alignment here on the C2P. If you missed any of these shows in their entirety, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to this featured guest here on C2P. Um, Jeremiah, I'm, you mentioned scouts earlier. I mean, uh, MVP awards of these last two bowl games you participated in, and you got a laundry list of upcoming events. I know you're going to be at the College Gridiron Showcase in Fort Worth, Texas. That's a, a humongous event. I know all 32 teams were represented last year and the CFL, so you're going to be under the spotlight once again. But what do you think those scouts and the people who voted, why do you think you earned those MVP awards from your performances in the last, in the last month or so? I believe it was just it was just honestly a blessing because I love the people that I was around. I made great I made great connections, lifelong friends, lifelong coaches that I could always call and mentors that always helped me lead the way to so it just it was more than just about going out there and having a game for me. It was more about making connections, building building relationships with, with people that potentially can help you in whatever aspect in your life because whatever they did worked for them. So I just love being surrounded around people like that. So I just had so much fun. I couldn't tell you how I made MVP because I just did my job and I dominated every rep. So I made 
it's just a blessing. Like it, everything was a blessing. I couldn't tell you how it just it was all a blessing. I enjoyed the experience. I wish I, I, I wish it was longer. <laughs> I love. It. How about this one? I mean, these scouts, they're breaking down tape of you. You're starting to get some draft hype as we get – well, we're really not close, but as we start to get into draft season, if you will. What do you think they're going to love about you? When they throw on the tape of Jeremiah Kane, what's going to pop? But they're going to like, man, we got to put this kid on the 53-man roster. They're going to realize how versatile I am. They're going to realize I play every position on the offensive line, defensive line. And I also play special teams. So – they're going to realize they never in their life seen an athlete that plays it all. They can really do it all at a high level, at a high level. And I got the tape to back it up. Back it up. I can play nose guard. I can play three tick. I can play defensive end. I can play right guard. I can play tackle. I can play center. I can punt. I can kick. Like, I was a kicker and punter my whole high school career. So, like, that's why I know, like, my whole life is just preparing me for right now. I love it. Man, Jeremiah, this has been fantastic. I can't believe we're almost out of time. These shows go so quickly. But before we let you go, we like to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out. A few lighthearted, off-the-wall questions. Are um, you ready to take a shot with those? Yes, sir. All right. Now, usually the defensive line or offensive line, are the bigger eaters amongst the team. Um, who is the biggest eater amongst your defensive line teammates, and what was the biggest meal you've ever seen them put down? The biggest meal and the biggest eater was my teammate Jalen Bell. My teammate Jalen Bell plays beside me. He plays three technique. He was a freshman. So I kind of helped mentor him and help him and help him develop in the game and help him adapt to college and how fast it is compared to high school. Seeing him take down, we was at a restaurant, a steak place. I seen him eat, a, was it a 28-ounce steak? He ate a 28-ounce steak, ordered a pasta, <laughs> then ordered another, he ordered another ribeye, and he ate it all. He ordered a ribeye to eat, to go, but he ended up eating it there. And I couldn't believe because the ribeye was so big, and I only ordered the ribeye and mashed potatoes, and he ate all his sides. He ate everything. I couldn't believe that this guy is 260. He weighed 40 pounds less than me, and he just ate three entrees. Three, he just spent $200 at a steak place on him. So I was like, man, i never in my life seen that before. It shocked me this year. Jeremiah, we- that was this year. I tell you what, we, we've, got, we've, we've had a lot of guys on this program, and we ask that question to a lot. I, I think that's the biggest meal I've ever heard from a player about another player or themselves. That, that seems massive. I mean, we get some stories, but that seems, uh, that seems next level. Uh, how about this one? Um, coach Dancy or Coach Miller, your defensive line coach, um, did you do anything in practice in a fun way that you knew this would kind of get them going, something that – annoyed them, but on a fun level just to keep things light? I used to always I, – I was always, the, like, the, the center of practice. So I always kept practice hype. So, like, if the <laughs> offense – if Coach Danzer or Coach Miller, sometimes they didn't like to give me my sacks 
So because they wanted to keep the play going, they wanted to let the uh, safeties and the DBs and the wide receivers get a chance to, you know, make some plays during the play. So they used to not like, – I used to test the uh, quarterback and they not blow the whistle. I was trying to get like, come on, coach. You know, so like I used to have to, I used to have to talk to him a lot. Me and them used to have to go at it at practice. Them my, them, them was like almost like my best friends. They used to have me, they used to have me rolling at practice. They'll tell you they do. I love it. Final one for you, Jeremiah. And this has been a fantastic show, and we appreciate you stopping by. Um, the final one. Um, anybody in your family, who is the best cook in the family? And draft weekend, I know it's a few months away, but that weekend when you sit down, you're watching television, you're waiting to see where you go, what do you want that person to prepare as your favorite meal that they they make? My mom is the best cook. My mom can cook anything. I love, I love everything my mom cooks. I never turned down anything that she ever cooked. And on draft day... <laughs> I want my mama to cook a famous spaghetti. I love my mama's spaghetti. I haven't had my mama's spaghetti in almost six months to a year now. So it's been so long because I've been in football and school and traveling back and forth to these different bowl games. I haven't even had time to sit down and eat my favorite meal, and that is spaghetti and meatballs. Wow. I tell you what, I, I guarantee once she listens to the show, I bet you'll be getting spaghetti and meatballs before New Year's, I bet. Oh, yes. I want spaghetti and meatballs today. I'm going to tell my, my mama can she make it today. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to text me. You're going to have to text me. If you if you get spaghetti and meatballs today, you're going to have to text me. And then you owe me one because I, I got you. Oh, yes. I got you. I got you. I got you. I need I need you to come down here and try some good old Mississippi spaghetti. It's the best spaghetti you'll ever uh, try. Yeah. You know what, Jeremiah? When you when I asked you that question, I, I could tell you were daydreaming about all the fantastic meals that your mother has made over the years, and I just picked up that I would love to experience one of those meals because I know the way you sounded – you know that she's just not playing light, that she's bringing it when she, you know, puts a meal on the table. It's, it's something to savor. Um, but we are almost out of time. Again, Jeremiah, we appreciate your time coming on. Psalms 34-7, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll bring you the desires of your heart. I think you're following that path. And with that said, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we'll see you down at the CGS in Fort Worth, Texas in about two, two and a half, three weeks. With that said, Merry Christmas, and thank you for stopping by. All right, thank you for having me on. You're a blessing. Merry Christmas. No problem at all. Excellent. Once again, Jeremiah Kane, a standout from Mississippi Valley State, a very, very talented young man. And, again, there's a couple MVP honors as he builds towards his draft. Um, great, great launching pad as he's began this draft quest. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.